Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Legendary Leadership Radio Show. I am so excited to be here with you today. I am Rebecca Matthias, and I just want to introduce our intro music. That was Bob Sima, award-winning singer-songwriter, playing our official intro, Be the Change. You can find out about Bob and his music at bobsima.com, and that's B-O-B-S-I-M-A.com. I am Rebecca Matthias, Intuitive Business and Success Coach, and you are listening to the Legendary Leadership Radio Show, where women in business from all over the globe gather each week to come together and get accountability and guidance to get more done in a feminine way. And you truly are the pioneers that are leading the way on a new path of getting it done like a woman, where there is success, accomplishment, increased self-confidence, and project completion. So get ready to say goodbye to looming open-ended projects that drain your energy and take a stand for stepping into your own definition of success and accomplishment. And as I said, I am super excited to be here with you today. I started this weekly radio show to support you, motivate you, and educate you as to what actions and mindset you need in order to create the success you deserve so that you can live your best life, inspiring and empowering others. These shows are a way for me to give back. They speak most near and dear to my passion of supporting and empowering women making a difference in the world through their business and living a life they love. You can connect with me at RebeccaMatthias.com. And if you aren't already a member, a member in the Legendary Leadership Facebook group, Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash legendary leadership. So welcome to the call, everyone, today. I am just really filled with gratitude to be here with you. We've taken a little bit of a hiatus this summer, so I had chosen to take the summer off to be with my two boys who are 7 and 10 and really off to a beautiful start in their school year. And then I went through quite a bit of an un, unplanned transformation in the dissolution of my marriage. And so I've been taking the time necessary to settle into my home with my boys and being a single woman, which has actually been a really great thing. And I've been pretty astonished by the amount of people that just naturally go into this, oh, that's such a horrible thing. And one of the things that we're going to be talking about today on the radio show, the title of our show today, is to create the reality that you desire. And sometimes along that path of creating a reality that you desire, there are things and people that end up falling away because they aren't aligned with who you are, who you've become, and where you're going. And that doesn't necessarily have to be viewed as a negative thing or a bad thing. That can actually be just viewed as, something that is serving you. Now, this is not to say that you might not feel heartbreak. It doesn't mean that you're not going to feel sad. Many times and in many ways, the the women that I work with and the women that are colleagues of mine that I've become really close with, and I've watched them transition and transform and up-level, what happens is we outgrow things sometimes. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it also isn't to say that there isn't some pain in letting go and letting go of friendships, perhaps, or even family relationships. 
that are not in service of who you have become. And so for those of us on this path of personal development, as all of you here on this show are certainly in that group, you full well know that the path of personal development definitely allows you to shed skin many times. So there's a lot of transformations to be had. You might have transformed a money story, and now you have friends that are more poverty mindset or scarcity mindset, and they look down upon you because you've created this wealth. And a lot of times people are actually held back in creating more wealth because they don't want this to happen. The fear of judgment is greater than the desire for creating more wealth and abundance. And so if that's you, know that you're right here in the right place on this call today because a lot of what we do is certainly money breakthrough and money mindset training as well. So for those of you who are new to the call, the format and structure of the call is such that we will dive right into creating the reality that you desire and the topics that go along that. We'll be covering what your true desires are and what they mean, how to stop settling for less and claim what you really want, how to persevere with dignity and grace no matter what obstacle comes your way. And the second half of the show, I open the line for coaching and communication. So if you have a question, now would be your time to enter it into the webcast or to raise your hand by pressing star 2 if you're on the phone lines, and that way you can get into the queue and make sure that you come on the line and get your questions answered. And I really encourage people to, if they have just a question or a comment, I really encourage you to step up because you can have a breakthrough right here on this call just by asking a question and being visible. Sometimes people hide out from wanting to be seen, again, for that judgment piece that tends to come up. It's like if I'm not going to put myself out there, then no one can judge me for it. Or a lot of times people will actually begin to judge themselves first so that they've done it already and then no one else has to do it because they've done it for themselves already. So we will go ahead and dive into this create the reality that you desire. And so with that being said, in order to get to where you want to go, you need to know where you are. And so often I see people who are making efforts to get somewhere else, but they're actually clueless and out of reality with where they are to begin with. So if you have ever flown on a plane, many of you, or even just driven in a car or perhaps even taken a walk, you know that if you have a destination, you need to know where you're coming from. So for example, if over the summer I spent two weeks in Paris working on Gina DeVee's International Coaching Certification for Women, which was such a gift through all of this, uh, different transitioning periods of letting go of a marriage and that sort of thing and, and meeting up with the other apprentices that are involved in that was just such a gift. So here's the thing. I'm flying to the Parisian airport, right, Charles Lagarde, and if I don't know what airport I'm flying out of, I'm never going to get to my destination. So I needed to know that I was flying out of JFK in New York City in order for me to get to the airport in Paris that I was scheduled to get to. And in that simple yet practical way, that is the same case for you with your desires. So you need to really get honest with yourself about where you are. And sometimes that can 
be painful. It can be painful to look at where am I really? Am I really happy and thriving in my marriage, for example, in, in my case? Am I really happy and thriving in my business? Am I in a job that I'm miserable at? Do I really desire to start my own business if you haven't already started your own business? Or if you're in business for yourself, is it stale? Is it old? Does it need some refreshing? So getting really crystal clear about where you are and where you want to go and tapping into the desire after you figure out exactly where you are is the precise recipe that you're going to need to create that reality that you desire. So make a list of where you are in all of the different areas of your life. You can Google the wheel of life. I think there's like six or seven different areas in which that you can fill things out. It's like where are you with your health and really get honest with yourself. If you have a late night habit of sabotaging and snacking on things or bagging out at going to the gym and not doing the yoga class that you really want to do, really get honest with yourself about that. No one's going to see this list except for you. And the only person that you're deceiving is yourself. So get honest about your list in the areas of health, money, passion, and business, for example. So are you really in alignment with, are you in alignment in a business that you're passionate about? Are you doing what you really want to do? Are you going to work inspired and excited about your day? Are you waking up in the morning going, oh, crap, or are you waking up in the morning saying, I can't wait to see what the day has in store for me? Look at the area of relationships. Where are you there? What about your environment? Do you need to declutter some some things? Do you need to do your taxes? Do you need to do filing in your in your office, for example, is your bedroom a mess and you can't get good sleep because it's cluttered in there? There's all these different areas for you to take a look at. Spirituality, where are you with that? Be honest with yourself. Are you talking more about meditation than actually doing meditation? So getting really clear about where you are in those different areas of your life, and again, you can Google the Wheel of Life, and I know they have like different categories, but those are just some examples that I would recommend. And then focus on one specific area at a time. We really aren't meant to multitask, and it takes a lot longer to do something when we are multitasking. So get crystal clear if it's health you want to focus on first. And the way to find out what your priority is, is where do you want to have the breakthrough first? And if you need to get clear about what you are currently prioritizing and potentially deceiving yourself on, the fastest way to find out what your priorities are are to look at your calendar and your bank statement. So people have two things to invest, time and money. Money you can always make back. Time is a precious commodity. So looking at how am I investing my time and how am I investing my money. And if those things are not reflecting your desires, then you know where you need to shift things. So for example, if you're desiring to eat more holistically, get healthier, drop 20 pounds, go to the gym regularly, and continue a yoga practice, and you've got a Starbucks on your bank statement every single morning, that's probably not in alignment with what you say you're desiring. So your words have to match your actions. And this is something that I'm a pretty huge advocate on, is that when you are, especially in this industry, as an expert, as a coach, or as an entrepreneur, 
your actions have to be in alignment with your words. You can't be out there preaching about meditation and be skipping doing the meditation. You can't be out there teaching about how to have a money breakthrough when you're $80,000 in debt and headed for bankruptcy. So really let your words match your actions. The second thing that you want to do after you get honest with yourself, and again, to do a self-check because we're really brilliant at sabotaging ourselves, do that self-check and take a look at the past month. What have you been investing your time with? Look at your last month's bank and, and if you have credit cards, credit card statements, and look at what have I been investing my money in. And that's where you're going to find out exactly what your priorities are. You will be crystal clear and there is no denying and deceiving yourself when it's on plain paper in black and white. So then you want to allow yourself the time to tap into those desires. And the big thing and the big key about the desire aspect of things is that you need to give yourself permission to even have them. For such a long time, women have been truly discouraged from having a desire, one, and not feeling shame about it or guilt about it. God forbid you do anything besides nurture and cater to other people. We've historically taught women how to do that, and we're excellent at it. And one area that I really see women suffering in is giving to themselves. In you know, years past, I spent time as a stay-at-home mom and did nails part-time. I was a senior nail technician at a spa. And any time there was some kind of financial upset or something like that in, in the stock market or in the industry, you know, we're all in the U.S. at least aware of the crash of the bank situation back in 2007 into early 2008. And the first thing that I would see women do is give up their nails or their hair. God forbid they were even going to get a massage at that point. And the thing that really stood out to me was the lack of permission that we – in society have been given to, number one, even have a desire, and number two, let alone even go after it, God forbid, right? So we as women and you as women on this radio show are a pioneer in this area. It is your responsibility to not only take a stand for your own life and your own self, but it is your responsibility to take a stand for women in general. And until we as women take a stand in our own lives for our own desires and go after them without shame and guilt and create that reality that we desire, we will not be an inspiration to or have the ability to help any other woman on the face of the planet. So the change begins within. The change is a micro change that begins within. And until you are aligned with being a stand for your individual desires, you cannot become an advocate for some child who has been put into sex slavery in a third world country. You have to be able to stand up for yourself and be an example and have your words match your actions. So what your true desires are and what they mean, your true desires, again, are you suppressing your desires? Your true desires are these little niggling feelings within like, you may see someone do something. For example, when I mentioned that I was in Paris for two weeks this summer, did you think to yourself, oh, gosh, I would so love to do that. I've never even been out of the country. Or I haven't been on vacation in three years. Um, that is an indication that you have a desire for such a thing. It would not have been awoken within you. There are other things that you've been exposed to that you're like, I have no desire to do that because, it doesn't spark an interest within you. So if you see someone else doing something, 
that sparks an interest within you, then very likely it is a desire for you. And quickly after recognizing that desire, right on its heels, pay attention, because right on its heels will be the suppression of it more than likely until you learn how to strengthen this muscle and to connect with your desires and honor them, to recognize them and to honor them. And what your desires really mean is it's life's expression and expansion through you. Life is always looking to evolve and expand and express and become more. And your desire is merely life wanting to become more through you. And when you get that, you can really taste the sacredness of that. You know, there's an element there where you can move into a level of being awestruck, which is something that is truly lost in our society right now. So the more you can be in that place of being awestruck, awestruck by the desire wanting to move through you, perhaps it's not just your desire, but it is also the desire of the universe. And when you look at it like that, you recognize and you get the level of sacredness that your desire actually has. And then, therefore, what becomes completely silly and ridiculous is the judgment and the suppression of it or the shame that perhaps comes along with it. So begin to take a stand for the desires that you're having and that they are meaning that life is wanting to express itself and become more through you and through your desires. So the way that you stop settling for less and claiming what you really want is to finally take a stand for yourself. If you don't take a stand for yourself, I can assure you that no one else is going to come along and take a stand for you. This is your life, this is your desire, and this is your reality that you have the ability to create or co-create. And so if you don't stand up and say, that's it, I've had it, I'm taking a stand for this in my life, I'm not going to make myself available to eating late at night or people who are disrespectful to me or people who are judging me, then no one is going to come along and do that for you. So on that wheel of life, look at those different areas and look at the different things within each of those areas that you have allowed yourself to be available for. In the area of money, have you allowed for a level of unconsciousness where you don't even know your bank balance? You know, years ago, we would write in a register and we would balance things out with paper and pencil, and a lot of people still do that. And I do believe that the virtual way of doing things and managing your money, monitoring your money online is brilliant and, and totally of service. But to a certain degree, it has allowed for a little bit less of conscious awareness unless you're weekly, multiple times per week even, logging on and being aware of what's going on in your banking account. So often people don't even know that perhaps a false charge was was on there. A couple of years ago, I was in New York City, and oh my gosh, the technology that that is out there these days. I literally got into a cab and somehow there's some machine or something out there, I guess, that just scans your wallet or your credit cards unless you have them in an RFID, now I know about these things, right, or an RFID sleeve, which is essentially like putting it in a piece of foil. And so I check my bank balance pretty often, and I went on and caught it even before the bank did, that someone had stolen my card number and started making charges all over the U.S., and they were able to shut that down pretty quickly and get me a new card out. 
So look at the areas where you're not paying attention and you're just choosing to make yourself available to that kind of violation. You know, are you available for a messy money situation? Are you available to pay bounced check fees or not insufficient fund fees and those sorts of things? Because if you really want to create the the reality that you desire, I would imagine that it's going to cost the money. And so unless you choose to be responsible with your money, more than likely you're not going to get to the, the other side of that. So also looking at So stop settling for less is looking at what are you available for. And the claiming what you really want part is what is a requirement in your life? Is it a requirement for you to get personal coaching or business coaching because you know how fast you can create success and stop the sabotage? For me personally, having coaching, I've had coaching for the past three and a half years nonstop. At some points in time, I've had coaching with multiple coaches, and it is like brushing my teeth daily. It's not an option for me not to have coaching. I know the struggle and the suffering that is, is involved in trying to do it yourself, and getting that personal, individualized attention can very often be the difference between you experiencing your reality within 90 days or you experiencing your reality never or perhaps even years. So really taking a stand for the requirements in your life. And when you do and you make it not an option, the resources will show up for you. So as you expand and as you grow in your business or in your life, you need to be continuously delegating the things that you are not uniquely brilliant at. So for example, I have a personal assistant that comes to my house every week for a couple of hours, and she does laundry and dishes and vacuuming and that sort of thing. I am not uniquely brilliant at doing laundry. So if I could put my time and energy into my business and say, for example, you know, here in the Legendary Leadership Radio Show, we have our guests booked all the way into March. I'm so excited. We've got uh, Oprah's ex-producer coming back, Natalie Michal. She was phenomenal last time on the radio show, so she will be back. And also next Tuesday, we've got beauty and wellness expert Paula Lacobara-Tatro, and I'm just really thrilled for her to be here because she's going to touch on that piece that we talked about earlier today about that level of self-care and really taking a stand for yourself and what are you available for and how this contributes greatly to your success and your bank balance growing. So I'm excited to have her for next week. And so what I'm saying is when you delegate these things and you say it is a requirement for me to have help in my home and in my business so that I can focus my attention on the things that are going to grow my business, on the things that are going to grow me as a person. I'm better off paying someone to do my laundry and going to a yoga class that brings a level of connection and relaxation that laundry certainly doesn't. And so that is the second half of claiming what you really want. What is a requirement? And I would recommend making a list because unless it's on paper, so often women overwhelm themselves by having things float around in their head. So I'd really encourage you to get things down on paper so that you can very clearly define what it is you are currently making yourself available for, what you going forward are not going to be available for, and what the requirements that you have for your life are in creating this new reality is. 
So the way to persevere with dignity and grace, no matter what obstacles come your way, as you have heard, I have been through quite a transformational six months in the dissolving of my relationship with my former husband, who I was with for 18 years and married to for almost 13, and recognizing that sometimes when you don't have the courage, perhaps, to make a decision about letting go of something that is really no longer serving you, that the universe will come along and do it for you. And sometimes that is what what is required, that our human selves have much less of a capability than the divine does. And so allowing a space for the divine in whatever form that comes in. So often people label the divine as it's, well, the divine only comes in and does things that are aligned with what I want or what I desire or what I'm, I'm creating this or I'm manifesting that. And it's really much more intricate than that. And so it's all about trusting that everything is happening for your highest good no matter what, even when it appears to your human eyes to be something that is horrific and awful and choosing to see that as a gift because it is truly out of our greatest challenges that our greatest strengths are able to be seen and taking a stand for that. So persevering with dignity and grace, no matter what obstacles come your way, will require you to be available to that. So are you available to the guidance that is always within you? Are you available to reaching out for support? Because we are not meant to do this journey alone. That's a really big thing there. And recognizing and not going into resentment the way that your family might not be there for you. You know, in my particular case, I was not necessarily supported in a way that I would have hoped for, that I have gotten the kind of support from friends and from sisters that I have created and connected with over the years. And without reaching out for help, I wouldn't be where I am today. So it is about being humble enough to say, hey, this is a co-creative journey, and we were meant to be in community. Why do we desire community? Because that's how we were designed. So if we desire community and connection, then why shy away from it when you're going through whatever it is you're going through? whether it's celebrating or whether you feel like you've gotten hit over the head with the universal two-by-four to wake up. It doesn't matter. The, the bottom line is, is that you need to be able to reach out for support and get that level of help that you need. And in my case, it, it came about in hiring more people. You know, I knew full well that I needed to have more help around the house to be able to run my business and be a great mom and to not feel like I was carrying the weight of the world on my back, which is not operating from my highest self. So also it is to affirm and believe in yourself. And I don't know how many of you are familiar with mirror work. Louise Hay from Hay House is really brilliant at teaching affirmations and mirror work, but really strengthening this muscle that telling yourself that you are okay and that you are perfect and whole just as you are, no matter what. And so often when you grew up, probably you were not told this. You may have been told everything that was wrong with you versus everything that was right with you. 
And as a result, your subconscious mind continues to pattern those voices within your head. And they will break you down. And so it is your job as a grown woman to cultivate that muscle within you to really become that loving adult that you may not have had growing up. And it's not to say that you didn't grow up in a loving household, in a loving environment. I know I certainly did. But this level of the fear, again, the fear of judgment is so strong, it will literally throw you off your game of creating the reality that you desire, and it will keep you small. And so if you have this strengthened muscle within you that you are okay, it's okay, not everyone's going to like you, it's okay, you're going to be amazing, you're going to do fantastic. I can remember the very first uh, teleclass that I did, similar format to this radio show, and I was like sweating bullets and I was like, is anyone even going to come on? And, you know, there were so many different insecurities. And the muscle for me at that point in my life, which was about three years ago, I guess, was a very weak muscle. And so I was like, okay, Rebecca, you did a great job after the end of the radio show. If any kind of criticism had come as a result of that particular teleclass at the time, I think I would have just literally wanted to die and go crawl in a hole and not come back out. And so with more visibility comes more opportunity for you to be criticized and judged and for you also to be praised and appreciated and become more of an inspiration. So having this muscle that allows you with dignity and grace to affirm who you truly are and say, no one else can define me. I define myself. And when someone does try to judge you, they only define themselves as someone who needs to judge. And as Louise Hay says, your definition of me is none of my business. I love that. That's a great line. And so really detaching from the opinions of others and staying in your power, I sort of felt like with, you know, the coming out of this news and information, people, number one, were very shocked, and number two, all of the people's responses seemed to be, oh, gosh, I'm so sorry, as if this was like the worst thing that could have happened to me, when in reality it was probably one of the best things that could have happened for me. And so not giving in to other people's opinions and standing in the power of my own opinion has allowed me to persevere with dignity and grace and also allowing the space for myself in what I was dealing with. So not saying, you know, gosh, get back up, Rebecca. You've got to get out there and do this radio show. You've taken the summer off. And it, it really listening to the guidance that I was getting about when this radio show was to come back on the air, which today was that day. And I'm so happy to be here with all of you. And really not bringing judgment to the table about that or concerns or worry about, well, I'm going to lose listeners or people are going to lose interest or all these different things that are coming out of a place of fear. And so looking at are you conducting your life from a place of love or fear, as it says in A Course in Miracles, there are only two things, love and fear. And so really being crystal clear about what it is out of what foundation you're bringing to the table your decisions. And detaching from the good opinion of others is really another huge piece of this. And sometimes the good, opin the good opinions of others might even belong to your very own parents. That can trigger a lot of things. And continuing to go back within and trust and know 
that you are right where you are supposed to be. So I'm going to open the line up for question and answer. For those of you on the webcast, you can type your questions right into the box there. And for those of you who are on the phone, you can go ahead and press star 2 to raise your hand. And if we don't have any question askers today, <laughs> sometimes sometimes people are quiet or uh, you know, they're just they're just processing some of the information that was shared. So feel free to raise your hand by pressing star 2 or type your question right into the web box there. And we can just continue on with some more content here in supporting you to create the reality that you desire. So just to do a quick recap, again, is to get in touch with where you are, to be crystal clear about where you are in your life and in your desires, and then knowing how to get from point A to point B because you've identified where you are and you're honest with yourself. And again, you know, this is not to create judgment or shame or guilt. This is just to create an awareness. If you're really truly committed to changing something in your life and to creating something in your life, then you have to be aware of exactly where you are in your life. So the next thing is to not make yourself wrong for those desires. So knowing full well that the desire within you is actually an expression of the divine wanting to expand in life and to be more in life through you and allowing for yourself to be a channel for that. And then looking at how to stop settling for less and claim what you really want. So to stop settling for less is for you to be clear about what you make yourself available for currently and moving forward in alignment with the reality that you choose to create, that you look at what would a person of that nature be available to. So if you think about, let's use the example of making more money, because everybody always loves that topic, and it's also one of the topics that I uh, specialize in as a, a business coach. And really look at, if your desire is to create a six-figure business, what is it that you're making yourself available for that other women in business who are making above six figures are not making themselves available for? And, you know, going back to the whole money drama piece, there would be that. So I don't think that someone who's six figures in business is necessarily got a crappy filing system with no bookkeeper and no tabs on what their financial status is on a week-to-week basis. Now, granted, they may have a team member that manages this for them, but, for example, I know my bookkeeper sends me quarterly reports, profit and loss statements, that sort of thing. So you're still keeping an awareness on what's happening within your business, but you're not necessarily having to micromanage things at this point. So there's not drama. There's no overdraft charges. There's no bounced check looking at what else this six-figure entrepreneur is making themselves available for or not making themselves available for that you are or aren't making yourself available for. Are you on the phone for extended periods of time listening to gossip and drama? I can assure you that the six-figure entrepreneur is not 
doing that because they wouldn't have gotten to where they are or sustained where they are with those habits. So you want to look at what are the habits of the type of person that you want to become, what are the habits, and what are the things that people are available for or not available for for the type of lifestyle that you want to create, for the type of job that you want to have, for the amount of money that you want to have. So one of the things that I did early on in my business is you can take baby steps. You know, if you're here at a particular point, you know, in the beginning of my business, I was hearing about other people who had virtual assistants and web teams and personal assistants and lawn care people. You know, they had all this stuff. And, of course, I mean, you know, when you get to that level, you have to be very cautious with your time. And so what I started out with is I started out with my personal assistant at that time, and I would have her come when I could pay her for an hour here and there. And every single time that I did this, it felt like I got back $100 because what I was paying her for one hour to just in that one hour time, maybe even just do laundry at that point or just vacuum, the way that it made me feel was it made me feel so supported by just life. And that feeling that I got is what continued to create more and more success. The success begets success, right? So if you are looking to create the feeling and the expansion and the feeling supported aspect that's going to attract more abundance into your life and more success into your life, then even something as simple as having a college kid come for one hour per week here and there in the beginning, if that's what you can allocate your money towards. I don't like to use the word afford, and I would recommend that no one use that word ever again. Um, It's truly about allocating your money. It's not about affording anything. So, you know, if that's all you want to allocate your money towards, that's an empowering choice. Notice the things that you invest in and how they make you feel. So for the same amount of money that you might go to Starbucks once in a while or buy a new shirt or a new pair of shoes or go get your hair done or what have you. And this isn't to say that you have to pick between one or the other because I don't believe in that. But in the beginning, sometimes it is about making the choices that are going to empower you to expand in the fastest possible way. So the way that it made me feel to have this personal assistant come into my home and help me to feel like my home was orderly and neat and things were done and taken care of that allowed me to spend more time either in my business or with my children was totally priceless. And so that may be something that you need to look at. So really getting crystal clear about studying the people, studying the lifestyle, studying the reality of other people that you are desiring. So the reality of other people isn't showing up in your life to say, ha-ha, look what this person has over you. It's there for you to see and awaken within your own desires for that same thing. If it's travel, if it's, you know, connecting with people internationally, if it's being part of a huge charity and a huge cause and making a difference in the world, it's there to awaken within you your own desire, and it is your job to take the inspired action steps to get there and 
there is a tangible element to this. It's not just this pie in the sky and like, oh, I have this desire to help people and I've created this charitable foundation um, and I'm going to totally deprive myself and, you know, and I'm suffering financially. You know, there's nothing inspirational about a broke person who is talking about fixing someone else's life. So you really, again, this is going back to you talking, walking your talk and being authentic. And so the best way for you to do that in inspiring other people is for you to be that which you are speaking about. Again, if you are broke and you're teaching about money breakthrough, there's a misalignment there. So it's important for you to recognize that and have that abundance mindset. And, again, it's like putting your own oxygen mask on first. So I'm going to go back over real quick just to make sure we don't have anyone in the queue for questions and answers. And if you're on the phone and you want to ask a question, and, again, you can ask a question on today's topic, create the reality that you desire, or if you just have a question in general, you can certainly Ask your question by pressing star 2 to raise your hand, getting in the queue, and then also um, typing in your question and answer directly into the webcast there on the Internet if you're in the webcast. So we have some shy folks here this week. Guys, I would really encourage you to step up and be visible and allow space for your own breakthrough. I know this is kind of an intimate topic to a certain degree. You know, when we're talking about you getting honest and seeing and being honest about what it is you make yourself available for or allow yourself to be available to and what you don't allow yourself to be available to, that can bring up some pretty intimate things. And so I would advise you to follow that energy. And when you most feel terrified, when you most feel vulnerable, that is the exact Time to follow where that vulnerability is and to go for the thing that you're most afraid of. That, I would say, is actually another ingredient, required ingredient, for creating the reality that you desire. One of the things that I've recognized within my own life over the past three years, three and a half years, is that everything that I've been terrified of, I use as an indication to do it. And most people shy away from that. You know, we don't live in a situation where we need to be afraid of uh, saber-toothed tigers and be in this fight or flight. So when you feel these fight or flight feelings coming on, it is a great indication that that's exactly what you need to go forth and do. And so a lot of times when people make decisions about taking a leap in life or maybe even in investing in a high-end coaching package or investing in themselves, it can feel scary. And the false alarm that is typically going off is something that I now recognize as an indication to go forward. So it's like if you aren't having these oh, holy crap moments, then you're not growing enough. That means you're not going to be in alignment with creating the reality that you desire enough. Because if you don't have the courage to take the hand of fear and do the oh, holy crap moment, then you're not going to have the courage to go forward and get through the different areas that you need to shift and transform in order to create that reality that you desire. It's scary feeling to 
try new things. Our ego loves not to have change. Our ego loves to have, you know, keep the status quo, for example. And so the more that we can recognize that and do these things that expand us, that are new, that are scary, the faster we are going to grow and the faster you will create a new reality. Because if you want to create a new reality, you have to be willing to do new things. It's as simple as that. So you know what's working. You know what your current paradigm and your current reality are because you're in it. And so getting that awareness like we discussed in the beginning of the radio show is what's going to allow you to get honest with yourself and then double-checking it with your calendar and your bank statements for a month to really make sure you're being clear with yourself about what it is you are creating on black and white paper, then you can get clear about where you are the faster you're going to move forward into the area that you want. But it is going to require you doing things different than you're currently doing them. As Einstein says, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. And so more than likely, if you're on this radio show, you are desiring to create a more expansive reality or a different reality. And that's a great thing because, again, that's life wanting to express itself through you. But it will require you to take different action steps and to do things that you're perhaps afraid of or hesitant about. And I would just encourage you to go do them fast as you possibly can because those are those moments that will move you forward the fastest. So if you're just joining us on the line today, you can hit star two for asking a question to raise your hand and get in the queue. And if you're on the webcast, you would just type your question and answer right into the question and answer box there, and I would see it on our webcast here on our control board. And so we'll go ahead and wrap up in a few more minutes here if no one has any more questions. I do want to let everyone know that our podcast can be found on iTunes by typing in Rebecca Matthias or Legendary Leadership and we will continue to be updating those. You will also have the link in the Legendary Leadership Facebook page, so it will be there always. So either place is where you would find the archives to all of past calls. And the last call that we did was with Natalie Michal, Oprah's ex-producer, and so if you want to listen to that, certainly hop on over to that Facebook group or go ahead and search that within the iTunes uh, store, I believe. They're all free, so... Um, All of our radio shows are always free. And so, and also I just want to encourage anyone who is on the call to post in the Facebook group, what is the reality that you're desiring? What is something that you want to create? And how can we encourage and support you to get there? Because this is a community of women internationally who are here to support each other and to make a difference in the world. We're here to support you in creating the reality that you desire and connecting and having that level of community in the radio show and on the Facebook page and all of that stuff. And so we are definitely 100% live and back, which is so exciting. And next Tuesday, we will be having Paula Lacobara Tatro come and be our special guest on the radio show. So get your questions ready for that. And um, let me just do one last round here for Q&A, and then we'll go ahead and wrap up if no one has any questions today. 
Awesome, everyone. Well, I will just say a big warm thank you for those of you who were live on this show to support us in kicking back off. Very exciting times. I look forward to all that we have planned coming up. We're well into 2014 and mapping out the radio show. Super excited about that. And I wish you all a fabulous rest of the day. And also just really tap into the desires. Do the exercise that I recommended with the Wheel of Life. Get clear about where you are. And really continue to recognize that your desires are an expression of life wanting to become more and not go into that shame and guilt that so often can accompany the desire and the awareness of it. So have a great rest of the day, everyone.